Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Kathleen Warder has every reason to swear, and yet he's held his tongue. So we're going to swear for him. This has been your obscenity warning. Hello, welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading Chapter 8 of Shatterglass. So grab a cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. And whatever it is, I didn't fucking do it. Yay, we have Indy back. Woo! Yay! Alright, Shatterglass, chapter 8. Keth is awoken by Yali, informing him that the ghost has killed someone else. He is worn out from the previous day, but he still goes to the glass shop, only to find the Aurorium waiting for him! The Aurorium is really there just to inform him of Dama's unfortunate fate. Triss and Keth rant about how Therios is really messed up. Keth catches hot glass! Yay! This proves that there are good things about Keth getting struck by lightning. Um, uh, so Keth goes to the bathhouse, and Triss like, goes home for a little while, and then she's like, hmm, a storm is approaching. So she goes back to Keth's apartment, where she meets Glocky and Poppy. And when Keth arrives, she calmly informs him that he will have to venture into a lightning storm. Not in so many words, but we get the picture. Yeah. Refuses. Repeatedly. No. No. And no. And definitely not. (laughs) First step of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and we didn't like about the chapter. So what did you guys like and dislike about this chapter? Poppy. I really liked uh, how Poppy was like, how could you not know you're a mage? Are you a bad one? 
like first of all very funny second of all kind of rude third of all she's not really wrong he didn't I like have a Dolly's lot of... response though what was her response again hers was how could you not know Arnia pays Lysis twice what she pays you to play Laurel Leaf in the creation of the garden uh, maybe you're just a bad actress <laughs> It do be like that. Snark. <laughs> uh huh. Like, oh well, he may be a bad nature, but you're a bad actress. Roasted. Roasted. Uh, but yeah, like I said, she wasn't necessarily wrong because he didn't really have a lot of control over his powers. Plus, the lightning yeah. fucked all that up a little bit more. Ooh, I love the description of the chamber pots in the summer. Ooh, that was yeah. great. Love that. Mm hmm little bit of world building but yeah you want to get that shit out of your house literally shit literally <laughs> <laughs> literally out of your house because that shit smell nasty and it's hot and ugh, no thanks Mm-mm. Tris saying these people I won't understand these people if I live here for a century uh, that Dama should be free to hunt the killer not be holed up in some temple a fucking men Therios mm-hmm. sucks I hate it Tris hates it. Um, it's I whack. Hate it. Ugh. It's whack. Agreed. It, it kind of goes back to the last chapter a little bit, but how the fuck does letting the killer kill people not spread the taint, but someone trying to keep people from dying and getting too close to the... Mm. He's the poor people's punishment. It, fuck them. They shouldn't be poor. They should just not be poor. Because it's only of the fourth and fifth class, and uh, all seeing I or whoever God is like, oh well, you know what? They're Fuck fourth those and fifth guys. Class. They're they're unimportant. He's only killing them. He's not killing I... first class. Fuck so. those guys. It it's got to be a fucking conspiracy at this point. Like I know the fucking the fucking temple, and like they're fucking in on it. There's no way they're not. I agree. I agree. I agree. <laughs> mm, mad. <laughs> I raised my eyebrows at you, sir. Listen, I don't want to say this because I'm saving it for next chapter, but I hope fucking Keth burns this entire place to the fucking ground. For a second, I thought you were going to say, I hope Keth burns. And I was like, what do you have against Keth? No, Keth is awesome. He's great. I love Keth. But I hope he burns this entire town to the ground. Tris saying, I won't say I told you so. And Keth saying, yeah, you'll just think it really loudly. loudly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so much the banter in this chapter. Yeah, it's good. Uh Uh, And then Tris once again saying, you know, I I don't want to give a speech. And then she proceeds to do so. And if you don't want the speech, don't don't make me have to give it. Understand your limits. And then she does say another one anyways. (laughs) Yeah. I believe this was Poppy, but she when she says men are so excitable, usually over things they can't help. Nope, Yali. Yali. Uh, Accurate. Yali, it's true. Admittedly, if I was glass blowing and then a fucking living, breathing glass <laughs> dragon flew and fucking like tried to fucking bite me, I would probably have the same reaction. Would would You're you three excitable. have that reaction? I mean, You're too would, excitable. Would you, would yeah. you not? No, that's an everyday occurrence. It's fine. Yeah, it's the same reason that uh, Kirill freaks out when Daja holds hot metal. He's a man and he's overly excitable. 
Yeah, exactly. Men, men are exactly. just men are just exactly. the worst, frankly. They really are. This is for our male audience out here. I would smash that dragon to bits. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> oh, poor shy. I'm sorry. It came at me. It's made out of glass. It's fucking alive. If that legit happened to me, I'd be like, holy fuck, and start swinging too. I yeah. hope she blows glass into his, to your face like she did Ken. Not gonna glass lie. shards all in there. I wouldn't miss, so it wouldn't happen. She <laughs> wouldn't miss. But yeah, y'all wouldn't swing at it? What would you do? Oh, it's cute. It's cute. I would swing at it. Thank you. I understand. Molly, if you saw a magical glass thing come out of a thing you just tried to work on, would you not swing at it? I'm not sure. It's kind of a wacky thing. Rather from my personal experience, so I can't entirely speak Out of all the magical glass dragons you've ever blown, wouldn't... (laughs) (laughs) Very much like a, I feel like very much like Nico. Like, oh, you know, it's just a dragon, just a regular everyday dragon. Wait, those don't exist. <laughs> hmm. I mean, like, I do make like butterfly quilts, and if the butterflies on my quilts like suddenly came alive, I would be very surprised, but I don't think I would try to kill them. No, I'd be like, oh, that's so pretty. Oh my god, no, this is really cool. cool. I'll, I'll be able to sell this for a lot of money. That's yeah. I'd be like, I'm gonna put some more right now. <laughs> And my last one, which I'm sure everyone else wrote down, but I'm stealing it because I went first. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 And then he picks up Lucky and says, let's go get dinner. And then turns to Tristan and says, no, no. And then he goes inside. And as he's going inside, he turns back and says, no. We know what's going to happen. We know exactly what's going to happen. And I, I really thought it was going to be like one of those smash cut things where it's just like cut to them being on the roof or something. I did too. Except that the beginning of chapter nine is even better than that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I agree. It was we'll good. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. I, was, I, I told Brittany last week that she would really like the beginning uh, of chapter nine. And oh, man. End of chapter okay. eight is great. Beginning of chapter nine. Beautiful. Even better. And that is all I got. I highlighted this whole thing, and I think it was more of a feeling than the actual words. He'd felt the strain of forcing it down the length of the blowpipe into the glass that had broken free to the thing he'd been wrestling with. Was it a matter of not thinking about his magic or of not thinking about his craft? He wasn't sure, and he wanted surety. I just really like that. And I think it's more of the feeling of doing something... And being like, I know I can do this thing. I want to do this thing. But how did I do this thing? I think it's more of the feeling than the actual, like, words themselves. You'd catch criminals a lot faster if you just accepted death as a part of life. Please, can we just accept they're the same? Like, yes. they they exist yes. together for a reason. Everything that yes. lives, everything that lives will die. And everything that has died has once been alive. Yeah. It's like such a weird thing to have a taboo over. It's just happens. It, it, it happens, you know? Well, I think that there are a lot of cultures historically that have had taboos like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just don't get, I, I don't know, as a modern person with the internet and understanding, you know, <laughs> shit, you know, like I mean, I, I, it doesn't make sense to me, but I, I get tradition. Maybe it has something to do with like 
body spreading disease or something? Start like way, way historically, there's probably like a communal benefit probably goes into like a survival of the fittest type thing. Like the communities that developed cultures that had a taboo of death thrived more because they buried their dead further away or mm. disposed of them in a way that wouldn't like contaminate the groundwater or whatever. I could be completely bullshitting that. It makes sense. There, it, there, there are there are several cultures that like have that implemented into their belief systems because of things that rot, bring decay, bring disease. And that's not just like body disease. You have animals that will consume and they cause problems and the insects that consume, they cause problems, will cause more problems and on and on. And so, like, culturally, it does make sense for it to be a taboo to contend with the dead. Which I get, but I feel like once your science is high enough to where you're like, oh, this is what caused all the disease was these dead bodies. Now we know we have to bury it. You know what is causing the problem, so therefore you shouldn't have that taboo anymore because you know how to fix it. In, in like the same vein, I think that's like literally what happened with me and us. We're just, you know, we know what diseases are. We know how to not spread them as much. I guess I just thought that the magic in the universe would make that easier to deal with. Kind of like our science, but I guess it's not like that everywhere. I mean... Yeah. And they mm. do kind of go into it in the next chapter. Yeah, I don't know. I, I thought magic would have more of an effect on not being afraid of dead stuff but traditions right traditions. bonding let's talk about the bonding so much bonding so because much because the bonding Great. is adorable uh, the one that i highlighted was tris stayed out of his way the one she startled him when she sang the words to a song he didn't even know he was humming cute. that's fucking cute let's talk about the bonding and, and she he was like, oh, I didn't know that it made it all the way out there. And she's like, I was about to say the same about you. <laughs> like, I didn't know it came all the way out here. Bitching about the weather. That's a... Mood. That's a mood. Mood. It's so fucking hot. We need rain. It's yeah. to Friday. Come on, Friday. I'm ready for it. I need it. I am too. Man, Tamara Pierce just here at it again with the fucking time travel bullshit. We're on <laughs> um, to you, Tammy. I was talking to my brother earlier today and he's determined she's not actually a time traveler or like the time travel isn't she can just like go back and forth or whatever. It's like she is so many years ahead because she gave this to us when she did and not earlier. And it's just kind of like continuing. So. Or maybe she's Nico and she can see she was doing like some scrying or something. And she's like, I'm going to write a book on my scrying. This is what's going to happen. It's just too accurate. Too accurate to not. I mean, she continuously tells us exactly what it feels like to to see the future in this book. So. We're on to you, Tammy. We're on to you. We see it. We see it. She she likes to pretend like she's Tris, but no, she's Nico. Uh, Um. conversation of the hardest lesson any of us must learn um 
followed by, now look, you went and made me give a speech. Yep. I have it highlighted. It doesn't matter you to you guys. You guys don't give a shit. I'm positive. I just think it's really cool. Xantha, one of the Tumblr's names. So this name has come up, a, like, it's it's not an uncommon name in fantasy stuff or in fiction stuff. But I think it's really cool as there's a city in the boarding party D&D podcast, like Pokemon D&D podcast I listen to. If you guys like D&D, Pokemon, and really, really amusing jokes, I suggest. But one of the city's names is Xantha. And I didn't catch it until I read through this time. And I was like, oh, hey, I find that funny. I'm just going to highlight that. You guys don't care. I know you don't care, but I do. I think it's funny. That's really exciting. I'm excited that you found that. Little Bear. Let's just talk about Little Bear and how Little Bear is a good dog. He's a good, He's a good boy. boy. He's boy. Dog. He's so well trained. This little girl just walks up and just uh, pulling on his ears and stuff. Full on like bear, like bear hugs him. Like this is my best friend now. I love this dog. Yes. She says that like it's an insult. It is an insult. It is. (laughs) (laughs) From her, it is. We should specify that we're talking about Tris being called Corey of Respectability. Yes. Which is such a great nickname. I really like the fact that I think it's Poppy is like, who let Corey of Respectability in? We thought we were safe from people like her. I just love the idea that like they're hanging out in Kapik to avoid respectable respectable people. Yeah, and then no, 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 no. To which my note actually said, "Nah, nah, 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 Batman." <laughs> I hate that I thought of this, but I thought of that stupid fucking TikTok sound with the "Oh no, oh no, <laughs> oh no, 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 no," because it's almost perfect. If it had one more. Oh, in front of the third no, it would have fit in perfectly. And then I would have been like, Tammy Pierce also knew about TikTok back then. <laughs> so it's all coming together on my fucking string board with like stuff tying together. Like, yeah, she knows about TikTok, but it was off by Let's one. find out where she's actually from in the timeline. Yeah, but she was off by one. So either... She's not from the future, or she's trying to throw me off. I don't. She's trying know. to throw you off. She's I think she might just be. Tra- Thank you. Thank you for 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 confirming my my fucking schizo conspiracy theory. I'm gonna go tie some more string on my board. <laughs> <laughs> We're also pretty sure that there was like this weird roundabout, like circular time thing where uh, she has Briar with the saffron and Daja's book, and then. Rose Thorn, and then uh, Natalie, because of this, made saffron and rose hip tea, and it was delicious. And so we've determined that, like, Tamara Pierce foresaw Indy making this tea, <laughs> and because therefore of this book. sprinkled the ingredients into her books, mm. and thus it hmm. became a self fulfilling prophecy. I don't know if she would knew it would be a self-fulfilling prophecy, but I'm I'm with Brittany now. I think I think that she just sees the future. My first one is he started to get out of bed and remember just in time he had nothing on. 
And he had an audience. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good thing he was not naked in front of a child. That would be bad. But listen, can I tell you how many times, like, I have been asleep out in the house and, like, TK or Gaia has come to wake me up to take them to work? And I'm just like, fuck. Don't open the door. (laughs) Please don't open the door. I really like the whole scene of just Triss watching Keth do work. That's one of the main things that I like about this series is that magic doesn't change everything. He still has chores and work to do. It's not going to go away just because he has magic. And he doesn't go on some epic quest now. Oh, I have magic so now I gotta go save the day or whatever. No, he still has work. He still has chores. He has all these things that he's got to do to uh, make a living and magic doesn't change that and it's it's nice to see. Triss wraps Keth in some wind when he's not looking and it cools his skin and she doesn't look at him just like acting all innocent that wasn't me I didn't do it I didn't cool you off that was nice it was really sweet the fact that Keth watches Glocky is really sweet he doesn't have to do that and he does and it's so nice he, he doesn't ask anything in return either get paid or anything he's just there to help like a good friend. Um, He's a good dude. He is. He's a really good dude. Chime and Glocky and Little Bear playing in the courtyard, just chasing each other around is so cute. Oh my goodness. And then Tris making the little miniature cyclone for her, for Yali. Uh, She makes the little cyclone spell out her name and Yali thinks it's amazing. So Keth tells Yali, because he's talking about how exhausted he is, and he tells her, we went at it hard last night. And I was like, by we, you mean you, while Triss repeatedly told you to stop, right? Yep. Because Triss did warn him, and he ignored her. Yeah. Keth's reaction to the cops, good. He shows up, and there's a police officer right in front of the glass shop, and he's like, I didn't do it. I didn't fucking do it. I don't know what it is, but it wasn't me. Uh, <laughs> and then I love that he has this voice in his head going, don't be ridiculous. If you're being arrested, why is there just one of them? Good point. You're, you're right, Brain. For once. <laughs> you got a point. Chime acting like a cat. Triss's voice is described as lemon tart. Oh, and then I noticed that they live on Chamberpot Alley. You know you're poor when you live on Chamberpot Alley. Like, yeah. these games in this book. Too real. They are there's very a, on on the nose. There's another Tamara Pierce book where the main character grows up on Mutt Piddle Lane. Mutt Piddle. Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you also know you're poor when you live on Dog Piss Street. <laughs> yep. <laughs> God damn. Uh, I really love the well as this community gathering spot, and I love the description of like the stones being worn down from people sitting there. It reminds me of like. My Bible is lit class because we talked a lot about like how the well was a community gathering spot. Oh, and uh, when they talk about the storm, the the Yaskadasi are like, we're going to try and perform really quickly and so we can come back and all that. And one of them tells Triss, even if it rains only for a short time, guests are afraid it will start again. So they find other things to do. Sounds like Berryville. It drizzles and everybody stays home. We are all made of sugar. 
the exchange between Glocky and Yali about Little Bear. What's his name? Little Bear? He's not a bear. He's big enough to be one. The repetition of just how humongous this dog is. He's a big boy. Oh, and then back to street names. There's also False Dice Way. Great street name. You don't want to get caught playing street games there, for for sure. Nope. (laughs) not. Uh, And then just Kath and Glocky are super cute. And he seems to have befriended Chime. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Oh, there was one more I forgot to mention. Kath is worried about Yali, and Yali gives him a kiss on the cheek and tells him, it's sweet of you to worry. Like, aw. That's cute. I realized what my other quote was about when Yali meets Chime. Yali's like, oh, I hear Kath tried to to kill her. Triss is like, yeah, I can't exactly blame him for being upset, though. I was like, well, you did when it happened. Right? Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Part two of our three-step reading process is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the chapter. What theme or message did you find? Community. Even being snarky and shitty to each other, they're still like trying to be there as a community. And it takes a village to raise a small child. And that's kind of what they're doing. That's more community. And Triss is being, I won't say forcibly drug into or violently excluded from, but somewhere in there is where... 
Triss in this community is. They're like begrudgingly accepting her because she's involved with Kef. But I'm assuming that their hesitation is because she kind of does give off the vibe of being somebody from the upper classes. Yeah. And I'm sure, I'm sure in Theros, the people in the upper class have a very certain way of being and they assume that maybe she's like that too. Well, I'm glad that she didn't try to force her way into being friends with them either. Like, oh, you're friends with Keth? Now you're going to be my friends. I I feel like the Sandry approach with this would not work. Like, oh, we're friends. You just don't know we're friends. No, (laughs) they're not going to just be friends with you just because you say that they're going to be your friends. It's nice that she has just like a casual hello to them and not trying to force her way into being having a relationship with them. Yeah. Mine was the same thing. I wrote friendship and second chances. This is kind of like Keth and Triss and Chime are all kind of bonding. It's They've come a long way from chapter one. And then we also get all of the people gathered around the well. Uh, my theme was control. The Askadas here essentially being murdered and they really don't have much recourse like they're not in control of i mean essentially their lives not not even bringing into account the rest of society and their and theria's right but they have an active threat against them and the cops are essentially useless i can imagine being in that sort of situation is uh horrifying dama being taken off the case to be cleansed he has no choice in the matter yeah. he has no control over the situation he's trying his fucking best to uh catch this guy but seems like the government is getting in his way wonder why that is kath is learning control over his power and his limits he finally kind of gets a handle on what he can do and where his limits are and he's just slowly actually i won't say slowly he's doing it pretty fucking quick actually learning to control his powers and and how to um, at least contain them tris knows that adults hate surprises because it takes away their control sometimes shit happens and there's nothing you can do about it Part three of our three-step reading process is Reading Like a Mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. What magic were you able to craft out of this chapter? I'll go first because it's been kind of touched on already by Indy. He wasn't sure and he wanted surety. I am exactly like that. I always want to be sure of everything. And if I don't have like a set plan, like, okay, this is what's going to happen. I start feeling a little panicky. I have to be sure of everything and I I need to learn how to not be sure of everything, especially having two children. You're never going to know what's going to happen all the time. So there's no surety being a parent and it drives you crazy sometimes. And I just have to learn to go with the flow sometimes and not always going to have surety. This wasn't what I originally had highlighted but I reread it like I was rereading through it and it stood out more to me this time. The hardest lesson any of us must learn is there only so much we can do. We had, we run headfirst into it, into all the time, knowing what we can do, what we can't, how much we can, how much we can do. We think of magic as this promise that we will fix anything that comes our way. 
we can't. Power is just a tool some of us can use. Sometimes shit sucks and it's not in your power to fix. And you think you should be able to fix it. And you think you should make it better. And you think that there should be a magic button that makes it not suck anymore. And it doesn't work like that. It really doesn't. That hits really hard right now because I really want that magic button. And I don't have it. (laughs) Everything I can do, I won't do. Because I can't do it emotionally i can't we love you love you too there's only so much we can do and we can only do so much with what we have and sometimes you have to accept that you can't change everything that's the one i got for today that's pretty much what i wrote down i know i've used this quote before probably for something similar but reminded me a lot of jean-luc picard saying you know you can make no mistakes and still lose. That is not weakness. That is life. There's only so much you can do. Sometimes shit happens and there's just nothing you can actually do to change an outcome. That also means you shouldn't give up. You just have to keep you have to keep trying. You know, even if you fail, you can't let that shatter your spirit. You have to you have to keep you have to keep going. So you guys mentioned this for your theme, but I wrote community. And I said this last episode too but just like the importance of building community and sticking together with people because when everything else fails we're all we have we like to end our episodes with an excerpt from the following chapter so this is an excerpt from chapter nine of Shatterglass. by the time keth left ferozi The sky was covered with heavy masses of fast-moving gray clouds. He had delayed going to his room as long as he could, first by helping the old woman to feed Glocky, then by telling the girl a story until she fell asleep. Only after that did he gather his courage to go out into the courtyard. There was no sign of Triss, Little Bear, or Chime. Keth knew he should be relieved that she was gone. Instead, he was puzzled. He was starting to get some idea of what she was like. She wasn't the sort to just go away. He was also dissatisfied with himself. Why hadn't she made him face the storm? He thrust that idea clean out of his mind. It was just another of the bits of folly that had entered his thoughts after he'd been struck by lightning. Instead, he told himself that Triss had finally seen it was futile to argue with him. With another wary look at the sky, Kev climbed the stair. It would pour at any time. Probably Triss had returned to Jamshida's to dance in it or something. He hoped that the Yaskadasi had found indoor work. This storm felt like a big one. He slid the key into the lock on his door and turned it. The door locked. Frowning, Keth turned the key in the opposite direction. The door opened. He didn't like that. Had he left the room unlocked all day? Yali would never steal from him, but he didn't trust Poppy or the male Yaskadasi who lived at Ferozzi's. How could he be so stupid as to forget to lock up? When he entered the room, he found that he'd also left the shutters open. He swore. If it had rained in the day, his sketches for designs would have gotten soaked. Then he registered movement beside his door. It was the dog. Triss sat on his stool. A flash at the corner of his other eye drew his gaze to Chime, who sat atop a pile of his sketches. You found it open and you just walked in, he demanded. Somehow he was not as surprised to find her there as he should have been. No, said Triss, smoothing her skirts. 
My breezes found the one with your magic in it, and I picked the lock. She held up a pair of hairpins. Whatever he had expected her to say, that was not it. You picked a lock. Triss tucked the pins back into her braids. Briar taught me. He said I had a gift for locks. It's high praise coming from him. Not that your lock was much of a challenge. Oh, <laughs> uh, so good. Oh, Triss. <laughs> he told himself that Triss had finally seen it was futile to argue with him. Indeed. <laughs> Triss is just playing with him. She's toying with the cat. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. You can also help people find us by leaving a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Find all our episodes at our new home on ACAST, shows.acast.com slash Reading Circle Temple. Shake it us. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook. And you can join our Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. To find us on Twitter, tweet at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. You can find more of their art by following Yellow is for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shannon and Draws on Instagram. Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. You can find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. Hi, Pounce. Interruption. Interruption from the giant cats. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.